Welcome to the Porn Reboot Podcast, where you get practical tips to gaining control over your porn or sex addiction. I'm your host, J.K. Amazie, Certified Sex and Porn Addiction Recovery Coach. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the three enemies of your recovery from porn and masturbation addiction. I've had clients who don't recover from their porn addiction. That's the reality. Six years of recovery mentoring and a few hundred clients in, I've seen men in their mid to late 20s who choose to keep on watching porn enter their 30s and their 40s and totally screw their lives up. While as a professional, my clients do have the highest recovery rate from porn addiction out of all the options out there, I still stay up late trying to figure out how and why some clients just don't recover. Not everyone can be saved, and this this really frustrates the heck out of me sometimes. Now, not to sound all zen and deep, but a couple of weeks ago, during my morning meditation, I figured out a few reasons why. And, of course, this also means that my meditation session sucked, because you're not supposed to be thinking or figuring things out. Don't get me wrong, though. (laughs) This process took about five years, and today was the day that I finally experienced my quote-unquote revelation. The first thing to understand, brothers, is that your brain does not want you to change. The older you get, the tougher it is to recover. And if you're over the age of 26, your brain has made enough sense of life and society that it doesn't really need to change that much. You created mental models for most things in life, and that's when complacency sets in. See, the human brain naturally resists rewiring of any sort and prefers comfort and familiarity. And this process is called homeostasis. And this is one reason why recovery from porn addiction is not as easy as you know, staying away from porn for 90 days. There are many things that our brain doesn't want to change, not just watching porn and masturbating to it. I've broken them down into three main things, which I call the three enemies of your recovery. Enemy number one is confirmation bias. Now, confirmation bias is the way your brain goes through information and discards anything which doesn't fit the way you see the world. Remember, the brain resists change. Confirmation bias, what it does is that it keeps us comfortable. It prevents us from rewiring our brain's neural pathways. I'll give you an example of where you see confirmation bias. You can see it demonstrated online where different people have these polar opposite reactions to a video or to an article. Another example is religion or any sort of ideology. Your ideology comes from two things. It comes from your beliefs and it comes from your emotions. And your beliefs are formed from a neural pathway in your brain being used over and over again for years. Your emotions are neurochemical reactions. And when combined, you get an ideology, like a religious conviction, like political beliefs, Radical feminism, socialism, radical veganism, I think that's even a thing these days, and so on, okay? 
So the problem is that confirmation bias makes it really difficult to analyze anything which is different from your belief or your emotions. And this is why many men cannot accept the fact that they are porn addicts. Your idea of an addict is not linked to pornography. So your beliefs about quitting pornography actually hold you back. Here's an example that you can probably relate to. So when you're experiencing a streak of not watching porn and masturbating, you begin to believe and tell yourself that, you know what, I've got this under control. You know, it's been 30 days, it's been 45 days, I feel great, I'm in control of my sexual behavior. Then you start getting sloppy with the things that have kept you off porn in the first place, and the next thing you know, you're relapsing to something like a very light sex scene in a movie or an album cover on Spotify. And this happens over and over again. But you never change. You never change and you keep thinking that you have it under control because you haven't changed your belief to something more realistic, such as, I don't have this under control. And maybe I won't have this under control until my brain rewires itself and I realize that it takes more than a few months to recover from a porn addiction. The second enemy is technology. Yes, many men, especially millennials, and I see it a lot in men over the age of 34 as well, use technology irresponsibly. And there is a price to pay for this. The cost is damage to your ability to synthesize information and to think independently. Now, my research into my clients revealed a few things. I'll share them with you. The first is, the more you watch TV, the less likely you are to recover from your porn addiction. So men who watch TV, Netflix, and YouTube as entertainment for more than 10 hours a week have a very high relapse rate. Men who are most likely to relapse consume information via technology without discipline. So you're looking up anything that you don't know on your phone before even thinking about it for yourself. And you would rather watch a video than read a book about recovery. The majority of modern humans cannot deal with boredom or lack of satisfaction in their lives simply because every time they feel bored, they tune into TV, social media, or pornography. We haven't trained ourselves to sit and think in silence. And as a result, Many men cannot sit still and evaluate their emotional state, which is a necessary step in recovery. Men don't think enough, and as a result, we are not only prone to relapse, but we are prone to being unfulfilled and unsuccessful. And even if you are currently successful, I guarantee you that your behavior with pornography is slowly eroding all that success you've built up. Now, in our current world, success is not determined by how much manual labor you can do or how hard you can work. It's predicted by your ability to think and be creative. Enemy number three, lazy thinking and beliefs. Now, here's what I call lazy thinking and lazy beliefs. Lazy beliefs are basically beliefs which you formed to make life easier for you and make you feel better when you don't achieve your goal. And easy thinking makes you soft and fragile because it often puts the responsibility of your situation on someone else. So here are a few examples. When you say or you use the, the phrase, you know what, this time it's going to be different because dot 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 
will happen. And this is the belief that something positive will happen in the future that will change your life without any effort on your part. For instance, I'll stop watching porn and masturbating when I have regular sex or when I get a girlfriend or when I'm married to the right woman. Or I'll become more attractive and I'll stop being so stressed when I get a good job or I start making blah 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 amount of money years from now. Or I won't slip or relapse this time because I got me a therapist or a recovery coach or I joined a group or I got this porn blocker on my phone. Alright, so that's the first one. The second one is, I'm dot dot dot, therefore, this event won't happen to me. And what this means is, this happens when you believe that you are exempt from something happening to you because you are special. Let's start with my favorites. <laughs> now, this, is, this one is funny because I hear it so often and people tell me, you know what, JK? I've read 20 books about recovery and I've watched 70 videos about not fapping on YouTube and I'm this level 5 black belt and all these other things that you've done for so many days so I'm going to recover for sure because of all the special things I've done or who I think I am. Here's the reality. You can remain in the early stages of recovery from porn addiction with no relapses for months and even years only to relapse two years later because you still haven't rewired your brain or dealt with the underlying issues that made you addicted to pornography in the first place. So the ugly truth is that many men who claim to have recovered from porn addiction have not. They simply regressed to a stage of their addiction where they can go months without watching porn or masturbating, but they will eventually slip and binge for a few days and then get back on the horse. And this pattern will likely continue throughout their lives. I'll give you guys a few more examples. I'm a strong Christian or religious person and my faith and belief in Jesus Christ or some other religious deity will pull me through. Here's the reality. God helps those who help themselves. Faith is an amazing thing to have in your arsenal against addiction. But faith without a realistic goal? Faith without doing the necessary recovery work? Heck, even faith without a filter installed on all your devices will not work. Another example. My life won't be so tough and I won't be lonely later on in my 30s or later in my 40s or 50s because I have this job or because I have some friends right now or because things seem good right now. Here's the reality. As I mentioned earlier, I followed the lives of dozens of my clients over the years. If you don't fix your porn addiction and any other unhealthy behaviors, in your 20s or your early 30s, it only gets tougher as you get older. And let me tell you this, it is absolutely heartbreaking to speak to men in their 40s, especially their mid-40s upwards, who literally watched all their dreams slip away because of the effects of pornography on their lives. That lack of focus, complacency with their career, it creeped up on them. Lack of friends, 
no encouraging or supportive network, never attaining any form of financial independence, never being in a fulfilling long-term relationship, or choosing porn over the one relationship that worked for them. It is heartbreaking, and I don't want to see you there. Another example. <laughs> I can't wake up early because I need at least nine hours of sleep to function. <laughs> Listen, uh, this may not have anything to do directly with, um, with recovery, but it's an example of lazy beliefs and easy thinking. The reality in this case is that sleep is important, so sleep as much as you need. But if you consistently go to bed at 2 a.m. because you're up watching YouTube videos, you're catching up on your Netflix series, you're edging to porn, or you're juggling five dead-end conversations on Tinder, you're only fooling yourself. Try going to bed at 9.30 p.m. if you can and see how many hours you really need. Some of you will literally solve 90% of your problems, including your problem with pornography, by being in bed by 10 p.m. every night. A final example. I would be more successful or I would have more money if not for the, and then you blame somebody else who keeps me down. Here's the reality. Who is the scapegoat in your life? Your parents? Your wife? Your girlfriend? Trump? The porn industry? That person who touched you inappropriately when you were nine years old? Listen, take 100% responsibility for your life. Here's what I mean by 100% responsibility. If my car gets rear-ended while I'm rushing to an important meeting and I'm late as a result, it's my responsibility, not the idiot behind me who was texting and driving. If I wasn't rushing and I had left 30 minutes earlier, I would not be the victim in that accident. If I'm in a bar with my friends and some drunk picks a fight with me and I get knocked out, it's 100% my responsibility because I could have, one, not reacted in a way that would have resulted in a fight, or two, not been as easy to knock out, which means I could have taken my martial arts training more seriously. And three, I could not have been drinking in a bar. I'll just drop one last one since I'm on a roll, okay? And this will probably lose me some subscribers, but whatever. If you're in a relationship and your girl, your partner cheats on you, it's also 100% your responsibility, brother. Firstly, there were probably warning signs that she was not long-term material, but you ignored them because she was the one. Number two, you got comfortable in your relationship and you didn't give her what she needed, so another guy swooped in. Three, your relationship game wasn't as great or you weren't experienced enough and some other guy who was better suited to her seduced her, in which case she wasn't long-term material for you in the first place and most likely not the right woman for you. So here's my point, okay? I rambled a little bit there. But take full responsibility for your life and trust me, you'll be a much happier man and you'll have a much better chance of avoiding this deadly enemy of recovery. So there you have it, the three enemies of recovery. It's my hope that bringing these to your awareness, brothers, will prevent you from falling into this trap. So that's all the time we have today. If you are ready to end your out-of-control behavior with sex, porn, or masturbation, there are a few ways that I can help you. 
The first way is you can join one of my free courses. 20 ways to quit porn is the most popular and there's a link to it in the description below. You can also speak to me if you would like to work with me one-on-one. -on -one. There's a link to that in the description below. And finally, you can watch my free presentation, Seven Secrets of Porn-Free Men, where I interview men who have worked with me and who have stayed off porn and controlled their behavior with masturbation for between two and five years. And these are men who were chronic masturbators and porn users for over a decade. I'm JK, your brother in this struggle. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I want you to know that no matter where you are in your struggle with porn, there is hope. You can quit. You will quit and I'll help you get there. Have a wonderful day.